Hi, this is Dave from Heroes Needed, just one of the many fine shows you can find on the Nod Network. Visit us on nerdod.com or subscribe on iTunes, Google Podcasts, or Spotify, or wherever else you get your favorite podcasts. Yeah, and what else happened? Oh, I, I fell over in the bath and I have bruised my arm <laughs> and my buttocks. I am officially an old man. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of the Nerdo D podcast. I'm Dan and I'm furious. How are you, Reg? I'm Reg and I'm a little bi furious. Oh, I like it. Oh, that's really relevant to something that's happening right now as we speak, which we're missing. We are indeed. We I are. mean, I think it's, we're also going to miss something else amazing as well on Wednesday night. Uh oh. So. Yeah, Dan Doddy and his I'm busy doing actual proper D&D campaigns with people Wednesday and they're night, out of place. Yeah. Wednesday night is when we do D&D. It used to be Thursday and our Dungeon Master said, oh, I've got a real IRL like with actual people and Dungeons & Dragons games I do on Thursday now, so it's going to have to be Wednesday. Yeah, in all fairness, they've been doing their campaign for like two years or something, so I suppose it's certainly fair we work around that. But um, right. What's on yes, Wednesday? So on Wednesday, um, Tim Burgess. Is doing a oh, listening party. He of, is. Um, uh, Showing me how to spectre stance. Yes. So Tim Tim Burgess from the Charlatans, um, who now is more famous for doing Twitter listening parties to albums than he is for the Charlatans. Um, yeah. And he's yeah he, he started it during lockdown and um, just been randomly sort of well probably not randomly going through all his favourite albums, getting um, the artists that made them, the you know the producers, the musicians, anyone he can involved in it to um yeah to to tweet along with it and say oh yeah when we made this song uh, this happened and this was my favorite time and blah 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 i remember we were on tour we should tweet along with it red we could tweet so they're doing an album by liam frost who yes we go on about liam frost a lot but that's because he's awesome um and it's his debut album it was showing me how the specters dance as red said um and we have a lot of stories and um and ties to that album really I mean, one, and it's a shame your MySpace isn't properly still operational. Oh, the I wish MySpace was the same. There is, there is like this internet, um, what is it, the internet record or something, or the internet museum, which holds lots of old versions of websites. And I wonder if they've got an old version of MySpace. Because that would be Surely amazing. Surely they have to. Maybe. It's, it's one of the most iconic sort of social media yeah. um platforms isn't it so surely they've got to be exactly. like this is how it first started yeah but um we i mean one we're in uh, a music video the debut music video from that album for the mourners mm. of saint paul's go on youtube and find it and see if you can spot us when we were like 12 well 19 <laughs> 20 something like that yeah. um then secondly we went on tour with the with the band kind of <laughs> in that we we followed them around on tour for a bit but we helped out. We got free tickets and stuff, uh, and you know, drinks and whatnot, uh, so and merch, sold their merch. Maiden list. That was great. Yeah. Bar, yeah. Yeah. Drank from the bar. Yeah. Got stuff off the rider. That's the one. Fun times. Fun times. Apart so, from blowing up balloons. Oh, Our balloons Lord. was an absolute mm-hmm. nightmare. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but yeah, we could tweet along. We should, because in all the fairness, we, we don't need any of the screen up apart from our character sheet. So we can have, like, on the second window or second tab, just the, uh, 
then you'll be like, oh, this is the song I'm talking about. Well, I've got fond memories for that. Don't have to listen to it. We can just. And, and to be fair, I can just ignore everything that's going on most of the time. And when I hear someone go, right, Lord Sugar, it's your go. And I just go, all right, Firebolt. Yeah. yeah rolled 12. Okay. Damage? Yeah, great. Okay, cool. Bye. And then I'm, like, I'm done. Nice. Pretty simple. Apparently I didn't have Pretty such a vested deep. interest in our, our hopefully uh, successful launched podcast. No. <laughs> I do. I do. I think <laughs> you should probably tell that I'm enjoying it more than I guess I thought I would. Yeah. Mm, it's good. It's funsies. Um, so, yeah, so there's that. And then the other thing, the thing that we're missing right now is um, I'm sure it'll be just on the internet to watch anytime, but it was a, a table read of Scott Pilgrim by most of the original cast. Yeah, which is an awesome idea. Yep, and most so of the original the cast and Brian Lee O'Malley, who wrote and drew the book, just doing a um, a, a, a draw along, basically. <laughs> he, he's going to do the seven evil X's. He said he's just going to keep drawing them and showing the pictures when they come which up. Is in, in, awesome. In the film. Yeah. What 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 do you make to the whole idea that the that Edgar Wright wants to do the the sort of sequel to see how they are like further on down the line and Brian Lee O'Malley going yeah we're up for that. Like, um, I can imagine he wouldn't want to write do another comic book of it, but um, helping make the film, I get that because it's not like you know you hear loads of horror stories about people who have comics or books or whatever and they get turned into a film and they have barely any input. Um, mm. And it just turns out nothing like they wanted. Whereas Scott Pilgrim was collaborative right from the beginning. I mean, he hadn't even finished the last book, had he? I'm sure he knew what's going to happen. And that's why the film ends differently to the book. Like the whole showdown at the end, end is different. Well, one of the reasons, I guess. But um, yeah, that that was it was created with him, you know, being a whole part of it. To the point where you know they even like, oh, can we need you? To, can you just do a quick sketch of of Ramona's hair? for us so scott can show it and then he did that weird signatory type hair <laughs> drawing that is now you know i would have that picture on my wall i would just have a print out of that on a canvas on my wall is that iconic but instead you've got scott's face that's true i've got actual scott's uh, scott's face drawn by brian Lee O'Malley. yep but yeah, awesome. anyhow, he had a he had a big input on it so i could see him maybe if he wanted to revisit it why not I do think well, I think Netflix need to come at them and go. Yeah. Here's money. Go and do a cartoon. I'm I'm intrigued about that new. Um, is it cursed? Uh, oh yeah, graphic yeah. novels. Yes, um, it's a Frank Miller graphic adaptation. novel, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, I heard very mixed reviews about it so far. I've not seen anything of it yet, but um, other than the little sort of you know the trailer that it forces you to watch when you turn on Netflix, and goes, "You might like this, so watch this." Yeah. No, I'm very intrigued by it. I had no idea what it was or what it actually existed, but everyone kept on saying, it's the next Witcher. This is going to be amazing. And I was like, yeah, okay. We don't oh, need the next Witcher. Book. We'll just have the next series of the Witcher. Yeah. Can't wait for that to come out. Brian Lee O'Malley's just put up on Instagram the, the seven drawings he did. Oh, really? <laughs> and they're amazing. <laughs> there's one of lucas lee just pointing and it says i'm talking to you scott pilgrim nice. and it's just awesome anyway i'm sorry carry on um 
I don't know where I was going with this now because you completely distracted me into the thing of like, oh, um, it's it's the next Witcher, but the Witcher is the next Witcher because there's another series coming. Yeah, I was going to say, um, I I can't wait for it to be fair. I think I'm going to have to rewatch the uh, the first one, Vash. Vash never only watched like the second to last episode, I think it was. All right, well, tell um, me when you do because then I will watch it around the. Have same you still time. not seen it yet? No, I'm just, I'm nearly finished oh, at 24. Incredible. I am one disc away from finishing season eight at 24. So that means I've only got 12 episodes left once I finish this season. Wow. Mm, it's, it's been fun. It's been a real fun romp, Reg. I can imagine it has been. I'm just annoyed because I tried to, to do the same with Ash a while back. Um, and all the way through the first, say, two episodes, she was like, there's the boom mic. That's the sound guy. This is that, and I was like, I, I can't watch this anymore. <laughs> so we just stopped watching it. So I was like, you, you're trying to ruin twenty. Like she didn't mean to because she just thought no. it was hilarious. But I'm just like, you, you yeah. genuinely, you just you ruining twenty four. <laughs> so, so we're not going to watch this anymore. Like yeah. I can't do it. Jamie can't do it. Um, but yeah, um, like I, I really want to go back and start watching more. But again, it's just one of these things where I'm like, I don't think I've got time for it. But no. again, if I've you know, listen to 450-odd hours of Critical Role, I genuinely have time to watch. It's true, because it is, because it's not your first run-through. You know, I, I, I don't definitely don't think I could have spent all these hours. I mean, we've got to be, you've got to be closing in on, like, 250 hours worth of television. I don't think, you know, I, I couldn't have just sat there for 250 hours watching it. Um, it's, it's, a, it's, it's an extra thing that I'm doing. I'm sat editing mm. a video, like, I've been editing this, aha uh internet sings music video um oh, while i've got me. that on so especially when um so my 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 partner what is work, working from home a lot at the moment so i have the tv on and they have the bluetooth headphones hooked up to that and i have one ear from those headphones in in and then the other ear i have the headphones from my laptop so I'm editing the video, listening to it on one side of my head while I've got Jack Bauer shouting in my other ear. It's great. It works. Wow. It's, uh, it, it's, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm surprised how I can actually multitask with that. I'd but say that it, is actually impressive. <laughs> it's just it's mostly because cause I've seen it and I roughly know what's going on, even though I'm sort of, you know, it was a long time ago that I watched it. But there's lots of little things that I know that are, you know, coming up and things that happen. So it's, you don't need your whole attention on it. I, don't, I mm. definitely wouldn't watch anything new while I'm doing it. No, fair enough. I was going to say, I don't know how you do it. No. If, uh, I'm, my concentration's horrendous. Like if something happens on the pod, like on the critical role pod that I listen to mm. while I'm working, I'm just like, oh my God, what's happened? And I'll flick over to that. And just watch it intently to be like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. And then right at the end, like, shit, I'm supposed to be working. <laughs> like, crack back on with what I was doing. I was like, I need to stop doing this and I need to stop doing it now. <laughs> but it's just one of those really addictive things, especially when it's like a four and a half hour battle. You know, my work hours are only like eight hours. So that's half mm. a day gone. It was just a really intense <laughs> battle. I'm like, uh, and then Mark's like, my boss is like, uh, so what have you done today, Reg? Like, oh, I've got all these calls that I've done that I forgot to notate on Bullhorn, but I, I have done them, honestly. I've not sat off and watched a podcast for a four and a half hours. Definitely haven't done that. <laughs> and if you're listening, I, I swear I haven't done that. <laughs> you just have YouTube on the TV with that going on while you're um, working. To 
to be honest with you, I've got a laptop and I brought home my monitor. My monitor is um, a oh, 20, like second screen. Yeah, it's like a 28-inch monitor. Mm. Um, so I just got it on that sometimes. Obviously, sometimes I just listen to it on the podcast form so I don't get distracted. Like when I'm busy, busy, busy. I'll, uh, I'll do it on just podcast forms. I've got the audio because I use both screens all the time. Because, um, yeah, the work I do, I need it. Sound staff is next. All I do is review stuff and do things, but I really need it. So uh, it's dead useful. But the only thing I found now is that if ever I if, like, if I go back to the office mm. to do work and stuff, and I don't take my, my screen with me, so I'm like, oh, I just need to nip in and do this. Like I can't work, can't work on the second screen. I'm like, this just feels alien. This just feels weird. But because everyone's took the monitors and stuff home, like it's like a ghost office. It's really weird. It's completely empty. I'm just like. Uh. This is this is bizarre. It's like something from like The Last of Us or something. Just like post apocalyptic, like just loads of wires everywhere. The place is trash because everyone's running out because they're just like we're free. <laughs> I'm just like you could at least tidied the place before you ran off. <laughs> so it's it's crazy. But speaking of which, have you have you completed it yet? Have you got it back? Uh, have you done it? The Last of Us. Yeah. Um, I'm no because I the last two three days i've been intently um trying to get this video edited so i haven't really had any other time to do anything else so i'm on like i don't know day i finished day three of seattle which i think is about halfway through no right okay uh, are you enjoying um, it any more now than what you were you, last week uh, I, I i've been thinking about this and I'm playing it for the story, and mm. that is the only thing that's getting me through it. Now, that doesn't mean that it, it, it's amazing, right? As a, as, a piece, as, a, as a video game and a piece of art, it's, it's amazing. Like, it looks incredible. The, the direction of it, everything is, is just brilliant. Exactly <laughs> just what, what you'd expect. <laughs> well, it's not, there's nothing wrong with the gameplay, but there's just no, there's no change to it. No. It is just sneaky, sneaky through here. Oh dear, there's some clickers, right? Lie down in the grass, plant, cr- you know, crawl up behind it, kill it. Okay, yeah. moving on. And there's some amazing set pieces, and that breaks it up. But I'm it's, just, I'm almost like, dog. right? I need to, yeah. I just, I need to get through this area. I just, I ended up in a lot of the places just running. Uh, you can, you're pretty much. It's pretty obvious where you've got to go to to get through to the next little sort of boxed off section so you know you'll get into an area where there's houses and stuff and and then um there'll be a little dead quick cut scene like, like a truck pulls up and some of the bad guys get out and they go i know she's around here somewhere so then your choice is either do you go really sneaky beaky and you try and pick them all off one by one do you go in guns blazing uh or do you just run to the opposite corner because that's pretty much going to be where there's a fence with a hole in it that you've got to get through. And as soon as you're through that hole in the fence, they forget about you then. So <laughs> generally, well, not, not all the time, but there's been a few times where I've just been like, let's just do that and just run. So it's, it's just, it's not, it's, it's not inspiring me to, to go like, you know, like something like God of War. Like I feel, I feel that looks and, and, and it's just as amazing as last, as last of us in, in the, in the way that, you know, the story was just so well put together, uh, and 
and I wanted to I wanted to see exactly where it was going. So that's the same mm. with The Last of Us. But the difference is the gameplay wasn't monotonous. You know, you think, oh, it is. This is just a hack and slash. It's not. It's the adventuring and being able to sort of yeah, explore everything. Do all the little mini puzzles and all yeah. that sort of stuff, which are actually fun to do. I, yeah. I get it. It's but the exp- a- exploration in The Last of Us is too. There's there's been a few times when uh, I know you haven't played it yet, so it's I don't I won't I'll try not to spoil anything, but there's a couple of sections where you'll get a map. Uh, well, you've got this map for most of the game, and you're in this one area. And it's like you, you find a note and it's, it says about a building and you mark it on the map and you go, let's go and have a look here. So you've got a little bit of an open world thing to explore. Um, mm. And along the way, you can break into different uh, sort of shops and houses and things. And you might find some, you know, some hidden weapons and whatnot. You might find another note and that says, oh, there's a bank down here. And apparently there's this thing or there's a garage that someone left some guns in. So yeah. you'll, you know, you explore those, and you don't have to. You can just go to the place you need to go to. Have but you then come across that, the? Oh, sorry. No, no, go on. I mean, that's uh, just past that. There's not really much else of that. It's, it's, it's just very linear. Uh, but again, it guides you towards, you know, through the story quite nicely. So I'm fine with that. There's, um, there's two things. Obviously, so the, the first thing I know I've talked about it a lot on most mm. recent pods. Um, but have you come across the house? Um, where there's the D and D game being played. Mm. There's a there's a house which I'm pretty sure it's like I, I don't know if you have to go in it, but everyone seems to have found it. Um, right. And you go past, and Ellie makes a a comment. Oh um, yes, over the yes, game that does it because yeah. there's like the the guys at Naughty Dog are huge fans of Critical Role, and Ashley mm. Johnson is a huge part. Of critical role she's like been in the first campaign and hugely in the second campaign um and she plays ellie so they're like oh that'd be awesome if we can just get to come across and have like a little joke about the D game that's set up um about it and then also loads of the npcs as they're just walking around uh, half the cast of critical role as well that they've just got in because they're obviously professional voice actors and stuff mm, um yeah. So he was saying, because like, they've got a fan base of some stupid like 12 million or something, and they reckon that at least 10 million of those have bought uh, The Last of Us just for that. <laughs> and it's like, oh my God, like, these are in it, let's buy it. And I'm like, buy it for the strength of the game. He's like, I love it, but you know, I'm not like, oh my God, I need to buy that just so I can see this bit. Like, mm. Obviously, I've got it anyway, but I will get around to playing it at some point. But yeah. It's it's naughty dog. I don't you'll, know if you'll see that out, and then it'll just on, be a little <laughs> yeah. yeah on pod or if it was off pod. But it is like the their games just like their story, like you said, story, graphics, mm. sound, design, concept, everything yeah. is immaculate and so beautiful. But their gameplay is so repetitive. Like mm. it's all right, it is fun, but it's like Uncharted's the same. I think I can't, like I said, I can't remember if it was on pod or off pod, but. And was like, oh, look, there's three guys coming at the left, then two in the middle, then one on the right, yeah. going to the next room, there's three on the left, two in the middle, and, and like r- rinse and repeat just in different environments. But they have a really nice big set piece that you're like, oh, this is fun. And The Last of Us 1 did the exact same thing, and The Last of Us 2 is going to obviously follow the pattern, uh, which is a shame. But yeah, obviously they are good. But the one that yeah. I am very, very excited to play um, is The Ghost of Tsushima. Oh yeah, absolutely. And before you just go on to that, just to finish off um, The Last of Us, that was the very first game that I played when I got a PS4. Um, I think you you lent me a couple of games once I got it. Um, 
and I was like, yeah, this is this is the one I've heard everything about. This is the one I want to try first. And I loved it. But it had been so long since I'd played such a big AAA, like, massive title. I'd, I'd been on an Xbox 360 that I'd not really touched for a, for a good <laughs> while. So, I, you know, I, I loved it. And, and I've been really looking forward to this new one. You but, have, you've been more excited about The Last of Us 2 than I have. And it's yeah. rare for you to get excited about a game. It's, but I still, it's very rare that I go, you know, at the end of the day, if I couldn't play it for, for free <laughs> by borrowing someone else's PlayStation that happens to have a billion games on it, um, I, st- I, wouldn't have, I wouldn't have bought it for, you know, 40-odd pounds. There's very few games, as we've discussed many, many times, that <laughs> I've gone, I need this game. And, you know, one of them is Shenmue yeah. 3, another one was Portal 2. Um, so it's, you know, the, 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 there are... It doesn't happen very often, but it's. I was trying to think like, why did I enjoy the first one that that much? And I think it's just now because I'm spoiled, because I have played a lot more games than on the PlayStation Four, and especially in the last three or four months since I've had no job, um, I've just been. I mean, I've been racing through games. I've finished so many, so many games. More games probably in the last three or four months than I have in the last two two years. Um, <laughs> but. I will finish it, and I am enjoying it. I was laughing with uh, Mike and work because mm. obviously, like I was saying, in the, when we first started doing these pods again, um, I was started playing Divinity Two, mm-hmm. um, and like loving it. And obviously, Ash now is playing Animal Crossing. Um, so like I was chatting to Mike about it and being like all the funny stories, like regaling everything that can go on and stuff. And he was like, "That sounds really good, sounds really good." And then he messaged me about four hours later. Mm. Um, going right, so I created this car. Oh yeah, by the way, I bought it. And I created this, and this is what I'm doing. I was like, oh right, okay. It's one of those. He went, Your stories just sounded so much fun. And then he messaged me uh, before to be like, so I've just went to save it, and I've got over 60 hours um, in the game so far. And I was like, wow, that's more time. That's one more hour than I spent on my PS4 the entirety of last year. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> yeah. It's- it's insane, but it's like yeah. I, the, when I completed Fire Emblem's Three Houses, I spent more time on that game than I did having the PS4 last year. Like mm-hmm. it, it's crazy, but it's, it's it's handy to have it obviously when you can have it in handheld mode and stuff like that. Obviously now we've got the TV up on the wall and all of us got sleep patterns and stuff like that, and especially now yeah. with Animal Crossing, like later on when you're finished with everything, I'll actually be able to play on the PS4. Yeah, um, I'm not in any rush by the way, so I'm not. No, don't worry. To be like, bring it back now. I want to play because I don't. <laughs> I've got the quest. Um, so I started playing that Layers of Fear on the quest. I know I'm jumping topic to topic, but it's just quite It's okay. We'll <laughs> just make sure we get back to why I'm furious. Oh, yeah, of course. But carry on. It's all right. Um, no. So, yeah, so I started playing that Layers of Fear VR because it was like nice. critically acclaimed and like won so many awards, like this horror game, um, when it was out on like PS4 and PC and Xbox and switching all the gubbinses and i was like hmm i'm after a good horror game this could be fun so i tried it out um and it's rubbish it's just oh. it, 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 it could be good but i i think i was i was chatting to, to sean over it and i was just saying that I, I don't know if it's because i think vr is just a quick fix it's nice to have a quick rag or something Instead of, right, I've got four hours to kill. I'm going to jump in this one title in VR and smash it out. Mm-hmm. That 
I, I just can't see myself getting drawn into the the bigger titles, which it, which is a shame because like Resident Evil Seven, yeah. PSVR and stuff. I, I think it's just it's the quest. I think that that's no, that's what I, I it get, is because it doesn't that look entirely. Um, so I was walking. All it is is literally you walk around this house, and there's apparently some puzzles to solve, but they just assimilate to walk over there. Can you open that drawer? Yeah, right. There's a button there. Right, okay, press the press the candle, and then there's a key code combination which shows up. Try and find the lock where that goes. I was like, oh, well, this is this is a bit rubbish. And there was about two jump scares in the entire thing that I played up to, and that you're only allowed to play up to two hours on the Oculus Store before you can be like, you know what? Now I'm going to refund it. Right. Um, oh, right. Like, did you do that? Is that is that? Did yeah. you take advantage of that? Yeah, wow, it's brilliant. Okay. It is. It is the best, best thing. I think. I think it. It reminds me back to the old days of game, but instead of being able to smash out an entire like which to be fair, I did because I refunded the uh, the Vader Chronicle uh, Vader. So oh, yeah. Well, you could finish that um, in thirty-five minutes or two, whatever it is you get. Yeah, so I, I <laughs> refunded all three. Um, then I bought them all uh, when I first got the quest, and I was like, yeah, I done them all, and they are good. Vader Mall, sorry, that's what it is. Uh, it's coming to the PlayStation VR, so you know people will get to play it and haven't got a quest. Um, they're fun. They are fun if there's someone else's. If they're going to expect you to drop 30 quid on it by the time it all gets come out on the uh, on the PlayStation with like all the dojo and all that sort of stuff, yeah. um, it's going to roughly be about 20 to 30 quid. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, the story goes on for about two hours in total. Uh, if that hour and a half, uh, yeah, but you know what, I'm being very generous. It's about an hour and a half, hour and 20 minutes in total, the story, uh, through all three of them. And then they, they're like, yeah, but you've got these dojos to, to play, which, you know, are great. Um, and these dojos are you don't move, you stand in place, and you just deflect shit back with your lightsaber. It's fun for like two minutes. Mm. And I don't see how everyone, like, oh my God, I'm on wave 300. I'm like, really? Wow. But this is what the, the quest is. So I know I'm complaining. I'm having long stories complaining. I'm having short stories. But it's it's a, it's nice to to jump on the quest and I like, can play in Tetris to just chill out and play in Tetris effect, uh, Tetris effect in VR is is amazing. Like that is is stunning. Um, but the laser fear, I was like, you know what, refund it. I don't want it. And then um, they released that Five Nights at Freddy's Help Wanted, and I was like, hmm. and everyone's like, you can see the reviews of it all. Mm. And, Fairview on the Oculus Store, everyone's very honest. So they will be like, you know what, this is shit. Don't buy it. And it's there for everyone to see. They don't hide it. It's great. Um, so I was like, mm. and everyone's like, you know what, this is actually really fun. If you want something to show someone a horror game, get this. Because it's dead short, dead quick, and dead fast with the scares. And I was like, yeah. right, okay, I'll tell you what then, I'll, I'll give this a go. <laughs> so I got it, and actually sitting there playing Animal Crossing next to me. Um, and I was leaning over to like turn off the power because um, I don't know if you've played Five Nights at Freddy's, but basically you're in the control yeah. room, follow yeah, the I... CCTV cameras, and you've got to block the doors over so things can't jump in and murder you. That's um, it. And you just got to you've just, just got to conserve your power, haven't you? Like keep, yeah. keep, it just it seems so basic, and I don't get why it it's taken off. It's taken off in the way that Minecraft and robots yeah. and you know like all these eight-year-old youtubers want to sit and watch it all day but that's that's why mm. it's because because it's it so simplistic so so simplistic 
and it feels grown up. If them, you buy, yeah, if you buy it on any any of the platforms, it was mm. like one pound forty nine. Yeah, exactly. So it was, you know, it was yeah. cheap as anything for people but, to buy. And be like, oh my god, look, I'm yeah. playing the same as what these I'm are saying. Doing. That I can see a VR version of it that I'm sure they would put a little bit more into being a fair bit more fun. Yeah, so well, I this do, I get that. This help wanted is basically just the best of all of the existing Five Nights of Freddy's they put into this one big package, and then you can do like the mini games and stuff like that throughout it as well. Right. Um, obviously, I've never played them. I wasn't really asked because all I could see was all these YouTube kids and stuff going like, "Oh my god, oh my god!" And I was like, "Nope, lost interest." But then I was like, I just want to play something that's scary. Like, I want to play. I've got a VR for this reason. This is what I want VR for, apart from Pistol Whip. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I was like, right, I started playing it. And I went to Lino to confirm my power. And there was one of the things that was stood at the door. And I was like, is that? Was that there before? Like, the sound and everything is, it does draw you in in the VR and it is creepy as fuck. Um, and when it jumped at me, I just went, oh, like ships up. I started laughing. And then I was like, yeah, yeah, very funny. Um, and literally, like, two minutes later, I was like, right, let's try this again. And then something else happened. And I was like, fuck. Someone <laughs> was like, oh my gosh, right, okay, yeah, this is actually fucking creepy as dicks, and it takes, like, the first the first go takes less than a minute to mm. shit yourself if, <laughs> you know, if you're not concentrating properly. Um, like, I had one headphone in just so I could, like, still hear Ash talk. It doesn't, the annoying thing about Quest is it doesn't have what the PlayStation VR's got, where if you put the headphones in, the headset's got the microphone in it still. So, you can hear everything outside you, whereas the Quest doesn't have that. So if you've got both headphones in, there's no way of hearing anyone outside or the door knocking or anything like that. Right. So I had the one headphone in. Um, so I completely missed the left-hand side of like the, the, the sound. So I couldn't hear the footsteps going on the left-hand side. So I just turned and seen something. I was like, fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> Proper shit myself over it like a couple of times. I was like, you know what? That's going to be fun to take to my dad's and be like, yeah, dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would go with this and just see him shit himself. And I'm like, that's all I want it for. And I was like, yeah, I've tried it. I'm like, yeah, this is quite fun. This is the one to show people. Like, it is quite amusing. Um, but I've been watching loads of, like they've been doing, especially during lockdown, they've been doing loads of um, like nature documentaries that you can go in the virtual theatre and sit and, and watch and that sort of stuff. Um, and they're all like immersive and actually really fun. So I've been using the Quest for that while I've been playing like Animal Crossing and stuff. I find myself just sitting off and just watching that on the comfort of the couch. It's like a really nice, fun thing to do. Um, but there's now so much stuff that's coming out because that getting towards that time of year, I'm like, oh my God, this is coming out now. Oh, oh, and this is exciting. Like that goes to Shishima. I like I'll never pronounce it right. I know I won't, but it's like, pretty, that, pretty good. That just my days. It's it's as though uh, Sucker Punch have just gone, right guys, what's the one thing everyone's been clamoring for? Do you want an Assassin's Creed feudal Japan? Right. You know what yeah. you should give it? <laughs> that's that's true. That, that mix with Neo. <laughs> It, it it's basically that it looks yeah. just like that it looks absolutely gorgeous mm-hmm. like the screenshots people are taking and launching up online so I, i've saved a few on my laptop to have as my backgrounds because they're just absolutely stunning um and like the, the fact that it's got you know multiple ending is the open like open world button apparently you don't have to 
take the person, go through all the desired mission stuff. You can literally just rag through the game if you want to. Like the different stances, they put loads of stuff into it. But the thing I loved is the fact they, they sat off and they're like, right, do they want this? Should we do a game about pirates? Or do you want to do the Three Musketeers? Or like, what do you want to do? And they're like, nah, let's do the uh, the, the Feudal Japan, just so that we can say we did it before the Assassin's Creed guys did. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah, fair play. <laughs> like, I'm very happy with that because now if Assassin's Creed do go, you know what, people have been clamoring for it. Valhalla probably did great, but not as good as what we probably hoped for. Let's give them what they want. They've got it now. They don't really need to have the Assassin's Creed variation of it. Well, Just... you say that, but it feels like more that they will go, oh, whoa, people really like Samurai. Okay, great. Yeah. Let's, make, let's make that the next one. Well, if this does slightly good, they'll probably be like, oh, you know what? People love Vikings. Let's do another spin-off and then another one, and we'll just keep on including fucking Vikings and everything like they did with the fucking boats. <sighs> I hate the boating sections in Assassin's Creed. Damn, that's one of my things. I just can't can't stand. Like, Black Flag, everyone says that's the best, the best Assassin's Creed game of all time. Yeah. And it's well, probably my worst. But I, I remember playing it at... Um... At, at EGX, and and we kind of enjoyed the the boating sections, but that was it seemed like you know maybe on uh, isolated to this one playthrough, it was a fun little aside, and they'd done a fairly good job of it. But when you uh, when you throw that into the game, and you know it's it's every hour or so you're out on a boat, and then you've got you've you've got another battle. It I can see it getting tedious. Yeah, and I think as well because the. the the title of the game is Assassins. So, mm. you know, when you're, you're not Just actually going to sneak up on this assassin. guy with a cannon. Yeah, you're on a boat doing fucking massive naval battles. That, yeah, that's yeah. not assassinating people. It's just, yeah. It just, it, that whole series has just gone on, on askew. That's, it's that's fun. the problem it with games like that. When, when, I'm sure when, when they started Assassin's Creed, you know, it was a team that pitched this idea and it went, great, run with it. And then it becomes this massive franchise and Ubisoft go, right, we want one every year. And then it suddenly becomes, you know, a game by by committee. All the all the heads of Ubisoft saying, what are you going to do that's different this time? Uh, naval battles? Yep, brilliant. Do that. You know, yeah. every idea, however stupid, then suddenly gets approved by someone who has no clue. So yeah. you always end up with them trying to... I mean, that, that's why this new one and the last one were, were all about these massive, you know, huge hundred-man battles. Again, yeah. nothing to do with assassins. They just want yeah. it to be different. They're like, people don't want the same game over and over again. Let's mix it up. And it's our fault. We, you know, I don't mean necessarily us, just generally everyone for going, oh, it's just the same every year. You know, Assassin's Creed 2... And brotherhood and and whatever the other one was everyone was just a bit oh it's it's just the same game again just yeah. a different story so but i think that those those were that was the Ezio yeah. trilogy that, that that's what that's what that was and I, I i get it but it's at the same time it's like ubisoft have put on hold it's like i got so excited before because like the i seen on ign an article saying hey there's a new prince of persia game coming out and I was like, holy shit, I thought Ubisoft said it was on hold. Mm. And I was like, oh my god, that that that's awesome. Like they said they weren't gonna do anything. And then when I looked, it's a real life escape room, be it like a VR one. So you all get together in like a big warehouse, put on the VR headsets and right. it's an escape room. Prince of like, Persia. 
Yep. It's called The Dagger of Time. Right. That's what it is. See, um, the, the weird thing about Prince of Persia, like when you look back at the original games and then this the, the, the sort of the um, the trilogy from whatever, a generation ago, it was, well, no, two, wasn't it? It was on X- yeah. original Xbox. Original Xbox, yeah. You know, apart from the setting and the character, they were they were not really that alike. It was all, you know, it was the whole time travel thing. And that was what made the game. I, I love those games. I, that was one of the few trilogies that I've gone and played through every single one. You know, I've com- completed them. Um, mm. Back in the day when I did play loads and loads of games, and I had a job, that was weird. Um, <laughs> but it was, it, it became more about this, you know, the sands of time, the time traveling dagger. Um, but I'm, I'm kind of I'm almost surprised I've gone, well, let's just keep it as this. People seem to know the, you know, the original retro version as the sort of the, I don't know, the, the version that you want to base stuff on. But mm. again, but this escape room is more about the time travel. Yeah, so the they announced it on Wednesday. So apparently it's a co-op escape room that utilizes the VR set in the Prince of Persia universe. Um, so the Dagger of Time puts uh, puts between two to four people in a reimagined fortress of time, which was originally from the Prince of Persia Warrior Within. Mm. Um, so apparently yeah, you, you used to yeah, you used the time control powers of its titular dagger to solve puzzles and stop the sand army from being raised. So um so yeah, we waited ten years for that, Dan. Mm-hmm. Ten years. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing, I don't know if now they release Prince Persia, they're just going to be like, you know what? That's just Assassin's Creed. But but no, <laughs> but like say that. I just there's so many games that I I look at and I go right. What's a great example of something that's been properly brought into like this generation? Like, and and that's Tomb Raider. Right, I've just finished the third Tomb Raider, and. You look back at the old ones, and I know there, there there's some there's some anniversary project going on where they seem to be rumouring that they're going to re-release the original ones. But they have come on so much. Oh, They've God, come yeah. from this. I mean, even I really enjoyed um, what was it, Legacy and Underworld, and mm. the other one that I forget what it's called. Legend was it? I don't know. Yeah. Um, they they were great. That was sort of a really good stepping stone to these new ones. Um, and I just, I, I wish they would do that with so many games. Like Prince of Persia would be ideal. I really think they could do a, a, a next-gen modern version. Stick the team that are on Assassin's Creed on it. Just give them a couple of years off and do something like that. That's fine. But it was that mechanics of being able to rewind time when you make mistakes. And that's that was so much fun. Mm. Really added to the game. Yeah, I really enjoyed it, to be fair. Mm. Like, I did enjoy the Prince of Persia titles. Um, and you thought... <laughs> The one I really want back is Max Payne. Like I know yeah. Max Payne three didn't do that great sales wise, but it was it was an amazing title. It was such a good one, and it was so underrated. And like it, it it's just it needs a new a new entry. And like dude, this time bullet time was everywhere. It was the same when Prince Persia did the the the, the time reversal. There were so many games that were like, oh, that worked really well. Let's yeah. stick it in that. And then it was the fad. And now we've just got yeah. the open world fad is what we've got at the moment where we're just like hey go over here here's a thousand side quests to do the same fucking thing non-stop which is a, a shame i think i don't know if i'm just angry because i don't have time to do these sort of things anymore or if it's just because it is very repetitive like there was only so many missions on the, the last assassin's creed i could play where i'm like oh god i like chasing down the music note paper to get a new siege chanty 
from a boat, yeah. you know, chase down a hundred of them and then fucking kill a hundred birds to fucking stop something else from happening. I'm like, uh, I just I don't want to do that. I just want to play the game. <laughs> so, yeah, anyway, that's my rant. You're furious. <laughs> what are you furious about? Um, so many, so many things, Reg. Um, okay. First, first one, and the reason that I've been sort of so intently trying to get this video sorted is because my my MacBook broke. Oh, I no say way. broke. I didn't break it. The screen's just gone. Uh, like I can, I'm, I'm on it now. I can see um, about an inch and a half of the screen on the left, and it keeps flickering. And then the rest of the screen uh, is I, I can see just between all these purple flashing lines. Um, but if I close it three quarters of the way down, so it's like it's still open, so I can just about see and I can get to the keyboard, it works fine. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, That's who knows? Good. But yeah, so I need to take it to um, I, I I've booked in to the Apple Store and I'm going tomorrow, so I don't know how long they're going to have it for while they replace my screen or fix it, whatever they want to do. So I just wanted to get everything done before then. So I've just been. Every hour I've had, but I've had nothing else to do. I've been on that video. Um, and then I just went and uploaded it. it. It went up about half an hour ago. All the comments are flooding in, so that's fun. Um, and then Facebook go, oh, there's audio in this that we we think is not yours, so we're going to mute it. <laughs> so, um, nice. yeah, I had a look, and it's like, out of this entire six and a half minute video where the song plays twice because there's credits at the end with the instrumental, we're gonna we, we, we can't let you play twenty five seconds of the music. Like just <laughs> surely it's all or nothing. What are you what what is your algorithm recognizing? I don't understand the twenty five seconds. No, <laughs> but it's like it's it's our heartache on me, the instrumental version. We can tell, so there's gonna be twenty five seconds of it muted. Um but YouTube, on the other hand, YouTube's great. YouTube goes, we can tell that this is someone else's song. Don't worry about it. It'll stay in, but you're not. You can't make any money off it, which we don't anyway. So we didn't want, you know, we don't, I don't care about that. Um, if you do make money, it'll go to Aha's record company or whatever. Um, but then also half the time, it, it, most of the time, in fact, it says this isn't your we can tell this isn't your music but if it's a cover version let us know because then you can share in the in the money from it so they're 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 fine then the youtube are really nice about it like yep people are going to do cover versions that's all fine but facebook is like if this isn't yours then you know that's a problem so uh it's fine we told we we said that there is no problem and it's now not muted but we'll see if facebook's lawyers come banging down our door <laughs> parody reg it's, it's parody parody is allowed in america which we are not in but who cares we'll, we'll put dave on the phone with them and then they'll get fooled into thinking we're american good show yeah good show um yeah and what else happened oh i i fell over in the bath and i have bruised my arm <laughs> and my buttocks i am officially an old man i can't believe you fell over in the bath That's there was hilarious. there was so soap on the on the uh, on the bath on the the shower my shower is in my bath you know one of those mm. and uh yeah i wasn't even doing anything i was just literally standing there about to get out and i just felt one foot go and i was like whoa whoa and it took about three or four seconds before the actual fall happened but oh, like loved, a proper wily coyote man. yeah <laughs> but apart from the fact there would have been uh, horrendous nudity i would love to see a video of it happening 
because I bet it would be hilarious. And I literally just whack landed. And I mean, it's painful sitting here uh, trying to do the podcast with you because I'm going to have bruised buttocks, no doubt. I, I know how that feels, mate. Yeah, me too. Me too. We won't tell that story by, though. Yeah. Well, no, I meant by by being hit by the car. Oh, hit by a car. Yeah, oh, right, okay. sitting in the uh, in the car for like an hour to get to Manchester in the traffic to go see Frosty. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then going over speed bumps. Yeah, <laughs> that was not fun. That was it was fun. wasn't fun, but it was funny. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> Still to this day, was not amusing. So, yeah. Speaking of non-amusing things, mm-hmm. um, have you have you seen The Old Guard on Netflix? Not yet, but I I will. I've heard it's broken records. Yeah, it's mm. supposed to be incredible, and they've yeah. also done a they did a game, um, a browser based game for it. Yeah, and you can win a thousand months of Netflix or something. If yeah, you... it's it's over now. It was only <laughs> okay. valid for like the weekend, just gone. But Fair I'm annoyed enough. that I never never did that. But the game looks awesome. It looks like a bit like Hotline Miami. Oh, right, okay. Um, slash Gauntlet type thing. So it looks. I do, looks I do like. Netflix have done this a few times. They did it with um, Stranger Things, didn't it? When season was this when season oh, two that came was out? So good. Yeah, and they, yeah, it was amazing. And it was I think when the actual series. Yeah, absolutely. It was just a, a Zelda style. I mean, it was it was Zelda, wasn't it? But Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. It was just brilliant, top down sort of uh, you know adventure thing where you had, to, you had to collect the different members of the group, and each one had to get a different a different item. It was great. Loads of fun, and it was totally, totally free for yep. no reason. It was just free, it was just advertising. And then they released the game for the second when the third season came out, and that one you had to pay for. So, I do not know whether that was good. No, apparently, it's nowhere near as good as a free one either, which is hilarious. No, mm, exactly. Um, while we are talking about free top down Zelda esque games, so two mm. things. So, before we go yeah. into the, the big thing, um. So someone who's a massive fan of Bloodborne um, has created a free indie title called Yarn Town, mm-hmm. um, which basically is a, a isometric um, Bloodborne, but done. It looks like Zeldery. Uh, apparently, that's where he got his inspiration from, um, and it's free, free to download and play, um, and it looks awesome, like just incredible. Like you actually start off in the Hunter's Dream area where you actually like start in Bloodborne um, and you do the doll and you level up everything, you can fortify your weapon and you go out into central Yarnum and you've got the boss battles, you've got the sewers, you've got like, when you see the screenshots and stuff, I was looking at a video of it, like the trailer and the trailer is just amazing. But just literally looking at a screenshot, I can tell exactly where that is in the actual Bloodborne game. Hmm. And it's, it's done so well and it looks amazing. The combat, the, the visuals, everything looks amazing, completely free. Um, but yeah, that that's awesome. I'll po- post a link to it once this pod goes live on our, nice. our Twitter and uh, Facebook and socials, whatnot. Yeah, uh, and, just, and that and that awesome. all depends on how long Apple take to fix my MacBook. Yes, true, that. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Because I'm on the work laptop, so I don't have any editing software Fine. I'm allowed to download. Unfortunately, don't worry. we can pass it on to Sean. He can he can do it. Yeah, give him something to do. I'll allow it. Um, and then the other thing, which was talking about Zelda um, and Zelda-type things, is Nintendo did a, a surprise sort of mini-direct, Nintendo Direct today. 
Um, you know how they always do around the E3 area, uh, around the E3 time. They're like, hey, here's here's a mini one. So this is called the, the partner showcase, which is what they've done. They said it's not a huge okay. thing. It's so just this like, was like a not for, it's all third party games. Yeah. Okay. Um, so they did um, the Crypt of the Necro Dancer. If you remember that title that when they crossed it over with Legend of Zelda, um, as the the condenser. Oh, okay, Cadence of Hurl. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Which, which is awesome as well. Um, mm. My niece Lily's got it, um, and I absolutely freaking love it. So I'm going to have to get that the Switch at some point. <clears throat> um, they're getting another three DLC packs for it. They're like, yeah, done so well. We're going to do like another three huge DLC packs for it. Um, which is just awesome. So that's going to extend that game further, which is great. Um, and then they shown off the WWE 2K Battlegrounds um, game, which is yeah. Do you remember um, WWF All Stars? Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's it's basically a new version of that from the look of it. Okay. Um, it's just very fun arcadey. Don't take itself seriously, sort of shit. Mm. Uh, it's, it's that. Um, and then there was another sort of a team shooter, which is showing off, which doesn't look that great, but it's out in early access now called Row Company. So it might be something worth a, a quick mooch at if you're into that sort of stuff. Um, I, I mean, I know you, you probably don't, it's not like you're going to have numbers and stats to hand, but you, you, you know, with like the Wii and to a lesser extent, the Wii U, the problem with that one that was no one bought one, but with the Wii, mm-hmm. it sold millions and millions and millions and millions in hardware. And then... You know, all the first-party games sold great, but anything that wasn't, you know, Mario or Zelda just seemed to just not really go anywhere to the point where, um, I mean, EA, wasn't it? EA didn't make any games no. for the Wii um, because they're just like, people don't buy them if, if it's not a Nintendo first-party. So is that happening with the Switch? Nope. Like, so Switch is doing amazing. I see. Um, so, I mean, so many games coming out on it. You know, I mean, even the fact that something like Skyrim and Witcher Three and things. You know, old games that they feel like right. This is worth porting to. I'm mm. assuming they are. They they do sell well, regardless of whether they're a, a first party. Yeah, they're they're selling really well. To be fair, when you see them in the charts and stuff, they're always very high up in the official Switch selling titles and all that mm. sort of stuff. Um, they're always dead high, so that's great. And then they've got another one which they've just announced as apparently a, a, an exclusive, but I don't know if it's going to be a timed exclusive or what. But uh, Shin Megami Tensei uh, Five, okay. Which um, everyone's been clamoring to try and get Persona onto the Switch. Persona Five, it'll, it'll happen. They're I'm saying sure like happen. it needs to happen. Um, but uh, Persona is literally a spin-off from Shin Megami Tensei. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was going to say the fact that they're going, hey, here it is, and it's an exclusive. I'm like, oh shit, that that's awesome. Wow. Um, they started off by going like, hey, here's uh, my my favorite Shin Megami Tensei title was three, so the Nocturne. Um, that's what it was. That was my entry into Shin Megami Tensei. Mm. Um, Dave bet borrowed at me on the PS2, and I was like, you know what? It looked all right when you were playing it, but. I don't think it's my sort of thing. And then I was hooked and I was like, right, okay, I, I lied. It's actually awesome. Um, they're doing a HD remaster of that as well. But that's going to be coming out um, next year on the Switch and uh, possibly the PS4, um, I think is what they were saying. Right. But number five is definitely coming out next year as well. But that's going to be a Switch exclusive. Hmm. Wow. That's I mean, like, that's, that's a big deal. 
yeah so i was like that that's incredible and that was it that was all they showing and we're like hey see ya and he's right. like oh i thought you were gonna do like loads but apparently they're doing another one um later on down the line and that's going to be the big huge like hey here's everything else we haven't shown yet mm. Um, but they've, they've been smashing out of parks. Obviously, you've got the new Paper Mario as well. You um, just come out with Origami King. Um, yeah. And that looks so much fun. Like, I love the Paper Mario series. I know the last two have sort of not been rpg mm. been a bit more folks around, like, just the, the weird <laughs> sort of... I don't know how to explain them, because they're still quite RPG. They're definitely not part of our sort of titles, but they're adventure games, so to speak. Um, but this is sort of more accustomed to the rpg side of it yeah um and the big thing about this one is the obviously the whole world and everything is made out of paper like everything is origami made out of mm-hmm. paper it looks stunning it, um, it really does yeah I, lo- I love stuff like that it reminds me of um tearaway yeah so we spoke about tearaway last week didn't we say yeah. how good and like I, I love it was so great but people haven't gone people loved it let's make this and making very similar games. I love the fact that it stuck out and it was unique and looked phenomenal. Yeah. Um, and this looks really fun. And the combat system is now sort of a puzzle before you start about trying to get these circles all lined up uh, to where the enemies stand and where you stand. And that will give you either an advantage or disadvantage in the actual battle itself. So there's a load of tactics and stuff being thrown into it. So like, that's going to be probably another one that I'm like, oh. right, when you finish like next year with Animal Crossing, this might be something to uh, to have a look into, but she got me slightly addicted to it uh, last not last night the night before, and um, because she's rubbish at fishing, she was saying on um, on the game. She was like, "Do you mind if you just do, do a couple of fish for me?" And I was like, "Yeah, no worries, that's fine." So like went over, didn't know how to fish, so I was like, "Right, I'll try and work this out myself then." <laughs> I tried working it out, and the next thing you know, like an hour and a half had passed, and I just just been spending it fishing in animal crossing i was like i could have been doing so many other things <laughs> but it's just so addictive like it's just passes the time so quickly that i could see myself you know if she's got something on she wants on the telly just be like pass as you go yeah. i'm just gonna go fishing yeah i'm like you well, know I, I could be playing divinity or anything but i'm like nah just pass me that i want to go fishing yeah as, as as we've as i've mentioned a couple of times i, I recently got a, a 2ds xl yes and um and I was very, very tempted. It was on Animal Crossing New Leaf, which is supposed to be as good, if not better, as as um, what's the, whatever the new one is on. Yeah, on New Horizons. New Horizons, yeah. Um, and that was reduced on Amazon to like fifteen quid the other day, and I was like, that's that's that seems like good value when everyone's raving about this forty pound game on the Switch. Maybe that'll be a fun little thing, like time sink. But then at the same time, I don't want to lose so much time on a game like that it's just it's it's crazy it's like yeah. i don't i don't I, I sort of understand it on a handheld perspective yeah absolutely but it's just when it's something when like she turns it on and it's like 11 o'clock at night and in the game it is like it's real time so it's like you can't just fast forward to do stuff in the day you like when like your crops grow or whatever oh, right. you can't, so that's when you're playing it that's what time it is. You can't. Right the only the only way you can do it is by diddling the time on the switch to yeah. be like, hey, it's twelve o'clock in a day, and then it's yeah. like, oh right, sure, let's do this. Then. Um, but yeah, it's just it's crazy the amount of effort people go into. It's like seeing some of the islands that 
than people have and like their customization. I was saying to Ash, someone had um, has opened up a shop in their island, I think it is, or whatever you call it, um, yeah. where they where you can buy like Gucci and fucking Nike trainers <laughs> and that sort of stuff with, yeah. with with money, actual money, money to put in your in your game. And like it's okay. well that makes sense because you just you 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 um you sell like a qr code don't you or or a, yeah. you know yeah. a string of text and that gives you the item yeah i see that all the it's... time people putting up like hey what we've done you need to make um some little nerd od outfits reg and then we can just put them up on twitter and stuff and say hey here you go everyone yeah, I, if if you had Can't to, I'll ask, in real life. I, I'll ask Ash to um to show yeah. me how to make the custom stuff, and I'll do it, get the link to it, and then I'll stick it up. Be like, hey, join our island, and then someone else can. Because the only thing is, you can only have one island per switch. Yeah, I've heard that. I've which heard, is that seems weird. insane. Even if mm. you bought another copy of the game, you can't start a new island. No, it's it's literally dedicated to that switch. Yeah. See, yeah, there's, there's a YouTuber, not, they're not particularly a gaming YouTuber, but they do have a gaming channel, but um, they they literally put, was on Instagram the other day going, yeah, I, I, I had to buy a new Switch, <laughs> because I really, I started playing it on my own, and then I wanted to YouTube it, and I wanted to make a, a YouTube island, so I had to buy a whole other Switch so I can play this game with you guys. I'm just like, Really? <laughs> It's it's mental, isn't it? So like, I can't I can't just start giving out stuff to people to go to Ashes Island for Nerd OD, which you know there's thousands of people out there that would do that. Yeah. Oh no, but you can you can do do you can make an outfit. You can make the code for the outfit and then just you you just tweet a picture of it, which is the key right, okay. the item. That's all I mean. And then people yeah. just scan See, that I, in, and suddenly yeah. they've got that item of clothing in the game. Right. Okay. Cool. Now I know that's how to do it. I'll um I'll share I think it. So. Okay, to show me how to to do custom items and stuff, and then we, we might just have we sound like we, we sound like just old men talking about just technology mm. we don't understand. I think that you press that button, and I'm sure yeah, that's what all the kids are doing. They're just sharing all all their all their t-shirt designs. <laughs> it is bad, isn't it? To be fair, it's like I was watching um <laughs> I was watching Henry Cavill, so we should have. <laughs> yeah, this into um, <laughs> when we talking about The Witcher, to be honest. Uh, Fair enough. But yeah, have you seen? You seen he was building his PC. Yeah. Um, his uh, have you seen how much it cost him? No. So I'm not people more into it than the video. Pe- people have been going right. This is what it is that he's built uh, to create this. Like I thought, I was keeping up to date with sort of stuff like PC sort of stuff, you know, like what the like sort of processes were and that sort of yeah. stuff. And I'm looking at these like, what's that? I don't even understand what that is. I'm like, mm. no, I'm like completely lost. And it's all well expensive shit, like well expensive. Yeah. But it, I thought his when he do working it all out, I was like, right, okay, it's going to be like so pricey, it's crazy. But it's about the price of an Alienware laptop, so it's right. like it's four thousand uh, dollars, so about three thousand two hundred fifty quid. Um, is what it worked out in. But his video is quite entertaining. I'm just sat there looking at the case, like, oh god, like what I'm doing. <laughs> like I really want to build it, but this is just like crazy how does he go about it? And he's got the instruction manual in one hand, and he's just like hand in the head in the other one, like, oh dear god, what? And I'm like, yep, that would be me. I would not know where to start, and I would ruin it. So I would not want to build my own PC. 
I want one, but I won't want to build it. Yeah. But it's just, it's crazy, like, how much he's into gaming. Like, I love it. Absolutely love it. And, like, yeah. Elijah Wood and, and stuff, who goes to the people's islands to sell turnips and Animal Crossing, <laughs> he actually plays games. Fair enough. I mean, they are people just like us, Reg. Apparently, apparently, I'm I'm better than most people. Mm. So I've been told by someone. Well, you might have been my mum. By oh, you have to say your mum or your wife. Definitely not my wife. My wife hates me. Fair enough. No, (laughs) she doesn't. At least I hope she doesn't. Anyway, but um, while we are speaking to people who hate each other, Mm -hmm. have you seen the um the artwork the that's shown off from the uh, the new Godzilla film. Uh, no, like what Godzilla versus King versus Kong? King Kong. Okay. Yeah. So they've uh, done some. So in the in the latest trend of uh, toys spoiling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> characters and films and stuff. Things, yeah. They did um, on the back of the Playmates um, figures. Mm-hmm. They've actually got a, 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 it, it looks a bit like concept art, if I'm honest. Um, but it's, and I don't understand how it works, but it's King Kong and Godzilla fighting on an air carrier. Okay. Um, an airship carrier, or whatever they're fucking called. Um, you know, the boats that planes take off on. Aircraft carrier, fucking hell, airship carrier. <sighs> it's late, and it's it, it feels a lot later in the week than what it is. Like, I keep telling people, have a good weekend. And they're like, yeah, it's Monday. It was good, thank you. And I'm like, oh, yeah. We've <laughs> got to stop doing that. Um, but yeah, so they're supposed to be these huge, massive, titular monsters and gods. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and yeah, they're fighting. Like they're able to keep the weight of an aircraft carrier. Thing, which is just mm. a bit weird. But apparently well, now that's got a new release date, hasn't it, of May the 21st? Because it got moved okay. again, again, again. Fair so. enough. I mean, did you see... Um... Was it King of Monsters? I'm halfway through it. Yeah, I'm not surprised you didn't get through it in one sitting. It's just it was one of those. That, in fact, the only reason I switched off because I had to go get Ash from work. Um, mm. Was when I switched off, and then I just never found the time to go back to it. It's one of them that I, I really want to watch it because I enjoyed the first Godzilla and I, I enjoyed King Kong films. Like I enjoyed Skull Island. I thought it was really good, um, and I like I said I enjoyed the, the first Godzilla one. But mm. I just I need to get back into it because I want to watch this. Like I, I do, I've been wanting to watch this for ages. So hopefully they will be good. Mm. But it's 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 not it's not terrible, but it just it was so disappointing. It felt right. like a a nineties action movie, which is not what I wanted. Oh, <laughs> not it's not what like I was the one from Brendan Fraser. Uh, Oh no, the the what's it the 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 one from the Independence Day guys? Yeah, yeah, no. Godzilla one. It's better than that. It's better than right. that. It's just it's just no, it wasn't very good. Um, but I didn't like the I didn't like the first Godzilla to be honest. Um, I think it was good. Skull Island was really good. I enjoyed that, but yeah, wasn't I was really really looking forward to King of Monsters, but never mind. Mm. But um, in terms of films getting put back. So, uh, have you have you seen that movie theaters are starting to open up again? Yes. Our local cinemas, um, Odeons have uh, have reopened. 
Uh, I think Cineworld's view cinemas aren't open yet, but it's quite interesting. Obviously, there's no films for them to show. So they're either showing films that were out just before they had to close. So films like Onward, for example, stuff like that coming out. But they're, they're just showing lots of old films. Um, so, for example, uh, I, I was having a look at the origin because tomorrow when I take my Mac in, I'm going to have about eight hours of the day to kill, I think, while I wait for them to fix it. <laughs> so I'm like, what can I do? Oh, I'll go to the cinema. And I, I went to have a look and they're like, we're going to show Harry Potter 1, 2 and 3. And we're going to show Batman Begins, The Dark Knight and The Dark Knight Rises. And I was like, oh, oh OK, uh, a, a Batman Dark Knight trilogy. That might be a, a fun thing to go and watch. But no, no, it's not that they're showing all three back to back. They're just one week they're going to show Batman Begins. Next week they're going to show The Dark Knight. Next week they're going to show Dark Knight Rises. Like, okay, I'm not spending 15 quid for three films. Um, and then they're showing The Empire Strikes Back. None of the other Star Wars, just The Empire Strikes Back. Interesting. Just like, hey, here's a film right slap bang in the middle of not just like you know a nonology or whatever they want to call a nine movie trilogy, but in the middle of that original trilogy. So, so with you just saying nonology, then I'm assuming that's what I'm going for nonology. Yeah, nonology. I'm, I'm going wildly off topic just for okay. two seconds because that yep. that massively reminded me. Um, so there's been playing on the mobile game and just little bits and pieces um, okay. again while I've not had the PS4 or anything so there's a new Tales of game you know from Nanko Bandai they do like yeah. Tales of Symphonia and, yeah, and, um, and, yeah. and all that sort of stuff mm-hmm. uh, this is called Crystaria or something like Criteria whatever it is um, okay. and the, the opening thing is you you defeat these soldiers in like the tutorial um, and then it turns to the main character Cress who looks at his mate and goes, phew, I believe that's enough for the nonce. Okay. And it's the English translation, I know it is, because unless that just one of those soldiers is an actual (laughs) nonce, I I, I don't think that they... (laughs) So that's what they meant. They, no. they meant that. Um, I sent it, Mike. Mike is obsessed with the Tales of Games. They're like his favourite RPG franchise. Um, and I was like, is it all the scripting like this? And then he messaged me back going, please tell me you've doctored that. And I was like, nope, no, this is the actual game. So he downloaded it and he was like, sent me the screenshot back. And he was like, this just happened? I'm not going to lie about it. I literally played it five minutes ago, laughed and sent you the fucking screenshot. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the English translation of that is just is amusing but it's massive so i had to delete it because i've got no room because you know twelve thousand baby photos fair enough <laughs> so, shame but sorry I wonder yes what so, they are the, what they're trying to translate there <laughs> I no yeah download it and play it it's literally been the first three minutes <laughs> okay <laughs> so yeah it's um, worth it. the it's a, like when you've got a Japanese game that they've translated. I'm really curious. Like I'm playing through. Um, we, we, you were talking about Paper Mario before, so sort of a, a, a side version of that. The um, Mario and Luigi games, oh, like so the good. Super, Superstar Bros and stuff like that. So I'm yeah. playing Dream Team Brothers at the minute. I've got Paper Jam Bros next, which is the the Paper Mario um, mm. mashup one. But it's it's bizarre. It's got the most 
like weirdly irreverent humor that makes you think there's some so many times you play a translated japanese game and you're just like oh, the, the the writing's just really bad but this is really good it's really funny it's really witty and it's almost like i, I don't know i don't think they've translated most of what it had to be it's almost like they've looked at it and gone yeah this would be a good thing for him to say at this point right so they've got the basic layout of it of the of the story there's a there's a point where i'm it's it's all about this one it's all about um like luigi is really good at sleeping he's always always wants a nap um and every now and again you come across these these glowing pillows and he has to have a nap on them and then mario goes into his dream um and then you you, you play a level in the dream like a platforming type level and there's a bit where you're climbing this mountain and there's this fountain and these guys go Oh, to drink from the fountain. You, you really like it. You drink from the fountain. <laughs> so I was like, oh, okay, maybe it's it's gonna um, it's gonna like refresh all my power because I haven't come across a point where I can uh, you know get my health back up yet. So I drink from it. The screen goes dark, and then it shows pictures of a cloud and starts this starts sort of going through this story, a good three or four minute story about how Mario and Luigi are dreaming. And they find a patch full of mushrooms, um, and all the mushrooms, more mushrooms than they could eat. They sit there for hours gorging on mushrooms. They they could not tell how many mushrooms they'd eaten. I'm like, this is a, just this bizarre drug trip in the middle of a Mario game. <laughs> and then it gets to the uh, it gets to the end of it, and they're like, they realise that they could they could never recreate this moment. That that was the most mushrooms they have ever eaten. So there was no point anymore. And then it comes up game over. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Face to black. And then suddenly another bit of text comes on the screen. It's like uh, it's like, oh, they wake up. It turns out it was it was some dream water and it made them dream about mushrooms. <laughs> but it was just oh, it was just really weird. And it wasn't even just like this quick little, you know, five, ten second thing where like, oh, you you have a dream and you get refreshed. It's a really long, in-depth story about finding this mushroom patch. And someone sat there and gone, right, I'm going to have fun with this. Yeah. It just, it just really, mental. yeah, it was <laughs> awesome. But but anyway, I, I genuinely think most of the time they don't bother translating it word for word. I think they mm. just go, okay, this is a gist this person's got to get across. So I'm curious what that, what that was. Yeah. I forgot this. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> it's weird. So, yeah, so I completely sidelined you then from your story about non-ologies. Um, oh, well, yeah, it was just like, why Why out of all the films they picked have they gone, uh, which Star Wars? Uh, the fifth one. I suppose it's the most iconic Star Wars, isn't it? Like, if everyone, if you turn to anyone and be like, hey, what's your favourite Star Wars movie? Yeah, is it? Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. And I, I, mean, I don't know maybe, why, because yeah. it's not. It may be but... renowned as, regarded as the, the best one, I suppose, isn't it? Mm. But it's still just, yeah. I've often they've just gone up in the in the loft and just been like, right, what's up here? Shit, that'll do, right. Why haven't I we mean, got the rest? Show Someone anything. sold them. Like, All it's, right. it's, it's on a disc. <laughs> you know, they just or on a, a memory stick now. Like I went to watch a film. Um, I went to watch the uh, the new. Well, it, it was the new uh, Makato Shinkai um, anime. The 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 guy who did Your Name. 
mm. a recent film called Weathering With You. And um, we were sat there waiting for it to come on. And then Jumanji came on. Someone went out and told them. And then after, the screen went off after a couple of minutes. And then we were sat there for about 15 to 20 minutes. And someone came in and went, oh, sorry, the uh, the, the film's corrupt. Uh, we'd have to re-download it, but it'd take, take too long. So, sorry. You can go and watch another film or get a refund. So... It's not like they just, you know, they just going on Pirate Bay and just being like, no, right, no, no. where could we get this from? <laughs> that's how that's how they they do it now. They the films get delivered digitally, and they're just stored on these massive hard disks, and then Weird. they're played. It, it 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 is, but you know, I mean, great. That's why you don't get that little white circle up in the top right corner of films every twelve and a half minutes or whatever it is to tell the the guy in the uh, projector Shouldn't to change the reel. <laughs> so. Mm. And, and bear in mind, back then, that person was Sean. Sean was one of those guys. So Yeah, you know, we know how trustworthy he is. Exactly. If that's the sort of people they're going to be hiring. Oh, so help me. <laughs> Speaking yeah. of things coming on multiple stuff. Yeah. Oh, I did have a point about films before we oh, move sorry. to that. Go on, yes. um, so the, one of the big films that, that, that has been touted for ages as being... Like, cinemas are back open again, here's a film, is Tenet, which is the new oh, uh, gosh, Chris yeah. Nolan film. I was going to say, I know yeah. with this. Yeah. So, well, it's been, it got obviously pushed back, and then they went, right, cinemas are going to be open around about now, and then it got delayed again, and then it got delayed again, and now they've finally gone, do you know what, we're just going to not give you a date. Now, we could watch it. I think, you know, the cinemas over here seem to have got a pretty good grasp on, on what to do. And instead of showing it on two screens, they'll probably show it on about 12 screens so everyone can watch it, which is fine. But, you know, some countries aren't quite handling it as well. And uh, cinemas either aren't going to be able to open for another while or uh, have to shut again. So, yeah, they've just given up for now. They've said, look, this is not going to Netflix. This is not going to Disney+. Yeah, he doesn't want it, does he? He's like, this is coming out in the pictures and that's it. Yeah, Absolutely. <laughs> Right. Like, I bet so, James Cameron is laughing his tits off because everyone took the piss that um, Avatar 2, 3 and 4 were taking so long to come out and I was like they were going to come out now but I thought you know what yeah. why, why, why this was going to happen we'll just, yeah. we'll do it. it would surprise me if this was just his yeah. long game Yeah, but some of the films that have been released during this whole you know this saga um, like you know the Trolls sequel mm. So that was obviously supposed to come out at the, the, the cinema about a week after um, everything got shut. Um, so they decided to go down the digital route and you could buy it for like, well, you could rent it, I think, for, was it about 11 or 12 quid uh, for, for 48 hours? Um, mm. Which, if you're going to take, you know, your two kids or whatever and their friends to the cinema to watch it and you're going to spend £20 on a tub of popcorn, £12 to sit and watch a film at home, isn't that bad? Um, yeah, that, but... But that's yeah. I, yeah, I don't want to at home, aren't you? There's a yeah. difference. Like if I was watching at home fourteen quid, I'd be like, you know what, you're waiting four months to get it on Absolutely. for that. <laughs> yeah. Because we you know, I've got no interest in watching the Trolls movie, but I really wanted to watch Onward. And they did the same with Onward. It came out at a tenor. I was like, that's I could I, I could do that, but we didn't. We waited two weeks and then it was only four ninety nine. So that was good. Um <laughs> but that film, um Thingy, the Trolls World Tour, whatever it's called, um, that made a hundred million dollars. Yeah, uh, so it's by releasing it. Home. Home, it? <laughs> yeah, but 
it costs more than that to make and distribute. So I get like from when that when that got announced that that was how much it made. There was a lot of talk, um, or at least I read in a lot of articles saying there's a lot of talk like, oh, this could be the way forward. Look, look, look how well this did. Well, yeah, great, that made a hundred million. But when it cost you 150 to make and market, no, it hasn't made your money back because now it's gone straight to being, you know, released. So mm. I don't, unless stuff's made a lot cheaper, I don't see that working. And at the same time, I don't see it working with adult films because exactly the, the reason you said, I don't mean, you know, adult films. I mean, grown-up <laughs> grown films. The, the, the adult thing is, films, I knew brilliant. what you make millions as well. Instead yeah. of making a joke, I couldn't even think about the joke. I was well, like, I got what you mean. Joke for myself. <laughs> But, you know, grown-up movies, mm. I, I don't think we, we would. But when you're a parent and you're sat at home and you've got a kid that suddenly isn't in school and has been dying to watch this new Trolls movie because he's seen all the adverts and heard all the songs um, and they can't go and see it, you would go, right, here you go. Yeah, we're going to have a, a night in. We, you know, let's build an evening around this and let's pay that 12 quid and watch it. Um, so I get it for kids' films. Kids don't necessarily care about being at cinema. Most of the time, they hate. They seem to hate being at the cinema because they never show up. Mm, Whereas, you know, I, I, the, I can't think of a film that I would go, "Oh, great! I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna pay this much to rent it to watch it at home." Mm. So I don't know. I don't think it's the future. I get why they're waiting for Tenet. He's really like this needs to be seen on the big screen, and he's one of the few surefire names that at least in america you know to, if someone releases a film and they know that it's going to make money and it's going to be huge it's chris nolan he's just he has that following now so i i do totally understand why they want to release it at the cinema um mm. but yeah who knows when we're going to see it yeah i'm i'm intrigued i'm mm. very intrigued but again i i don't i can't see it it will come out at some point, I'm sure it will, but I can't see it being any time in the next year at all. No. Well, I think maybe holiday season 21. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like, if, if they released it, if everywhere, I mean, I don't, it's not like going, you know, to talk about the, the coronavirus and everything. I, I'm not, it's not like I think that the UK's doing or has done a great job, but at least we're kind of, we are mostly at a point where things are all right and people are, you know, businesses are, are allowed to be open and they're being sensible and handling things as best they can mm. um, to the point where cinemas can open, you know, and you can sit with your family, you know, you could go there to the cinema with three or four people and you could have your little row and then there'll be a couple of seats and then there might be some more people and then there'll be the entire row behind you and in front of you empty. So I get that screens are going to be at, you know, what, 40% capacity or something like that. Yeah. But in a film like that, they'll just show twice as much. Instead of having it on three screens, it'll be on eight screens. So people who want to see it will see it and it will make its money. Maybe not quite as much as it would have pre all this, but mm. that's not going to happen until America has dealt with its problems. Sure. So... That's the bit, yeah. Whether that that is in the next few months or by next year, who knows? But yeah, that's the big market, isn't it? 
Definitely. I mean, the thing is, you can go to the theme parks there and stuff, so I don't understand why you can't go to the cinema. Yeah, apparently, <laughs> I, 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 I saw a heading of an article, and it said, um, it said, is Disney World Florida the safest place to be in Florida? Because it's, like, the only place that, like, okay, everyone, like, stand two meters apart, everyone wear masks, everyone, everything's disinfected, whereas yeah. you go down your local Walmart, and it's just, you know, free-for-all. It is, man. So I've been watching. Probably... Um, I've been watching a couple of people, um, just you know, because I've got so many fucking Orlando pages and Florida pages on Facebook. Um, just people walking around live streaming, uh, walking around like Animal Kingdom, um, and seeing like three people as they're walking around. I'm like, how can you stay open? Like, I've now watched. I must. I must be going into double figures of, of videos now of people going like, "Oh my god, look at this!" and you wait about a good five, six minutes before you see a person mm. as they're live streaming it. I'm like, wow, your parks are dead. Like this guy who was like looked up at the uh, flight of passage ride in and Pandora. Yeah. Um, and was like, 10 minutes. This is the longest bloody queue I've been on, but it is only 10 minutes for what usually is a four hour queue. Mm. So he, he walks there and the walk of the empty queue line took 10 minutes. That's what the 10 minute wait was. There was no one else right. literally queuing up there. It's one of those. Just, it's a, just a show queue. Took him, a lot of yeah. Right now. Mm. Just took him ten minutes to to walk through the big ass queue. Yeah, um, but you you say you, you're describing all that, but then Alton Towers apparently is the polar opposite. Um, Alton Towers is is like hour and a half queues for rides because they're at limited. They're at their lower capacity, but then. You know, every ride is uh, every, it's only a fifty percent capacity on the actual rides, mm. uh, and then every thirty minutes they have to take stop for five minutes so they can deep clean all the rides. So oh, it's right. uh, yeah. <laughs> oh I, God, I mean, I, I was really looking forward to going back, thinking, "Ah, oh, internet will be alright," because I've got I've got an annual pass, so I just I don't mind going and having a look. But uh, yeah, it sounds like a nightmare. Mm, that's mad. Mm. Anywho, um, what what was the what what did you try and segue on to? And I took you pulled you back over. I can't remember, mate. It's fine. Couldn't have been more then. I was going to say, to be fair, it's good. We're at one hour and (laughs) twenty. It's good though. That's what I like. I like when neither of us have. I'm guessing you don't have a list. No. No, I, I didn't today. I've been so busy. Like, you no, started great, and I've not. But yeah, I, I like when we can just have a bit of a gab, and uh, yeah, and it just flows from there. And then an hour and twenty later, we're like, oh, hang on. So <laughs> yeah, has yeah. been fun. So it I'm has been. It one. really has been. Cool. <laughs> so uh, thank you for listening. Um, and if you uh, make it this far, please go and have a look at our new Internet Sings video. Yeah, it's, uh, do, it's, it's good. Pretty fantastic. I, it, you know, it happens every time. But I start fiddling around with a video. I'm just like, oh, this just this isn't going to be good. And then as you get through it, it it gets better and better and better. And then it finally starts to sort of take shape. And if you watch it, I tried to do a little bit of like an homage to the Take on Me music video, which is where you've got the sort of the you know, the animated, like, cartoon style, um, which is, is fine. It's just an effect you lay on. But the bit that took forever was animating any person. Like, I, I did the background as the cartoon and then cut out 
the person, but you have to frame by frame cut that person out. There's no, there's nothing where you can go like I did my bit against the green screen, so that's fine. So I just said green screen, turn that into cartoon, and that did it. But when you've got a person who sent you a video where they're just standing against a, a bookcase full of pop vinyls or something like that, there's no program that that I, I could find anyway that can go, oh, there's a person and cut them out. TikTok can do it. I don't get why TikTok can do it, but a £300 video editing program like Final Cut cannot cut a person out. So I had to manually chop around them. It was fun. Anyway. That's it for now. You're on mute, Reg. Sorry. Sorry. It's all right. Right. Anyway, that's another reason I'm angry, because it took hours and hours to cut out a person um, singing a song. It's fun. Anyway. Anyway. We'll leave it there. Um, and I will see you on Wednesday. And uh, we will see the rest of you on Friday for another exciting nerd OD&D well you shall sir I yes. look forward to it mm-hmm. got the dice at the ready yep oh and, and events are allowed to start happening from October the 1st so Comic Cons can come back yep Chester Comic Con Chester Comic Con may be the first Comic Con of the season and we might actually go this time yeah we'll see okay. anyway <laughs> thanks for listening see you later Toodles. Bye. Bye.